Welcome to the Stream of David on Om Times Radio with best-selling author, channel, and creator of the Taya Spiritual Practice, David Strickle, shares the eternal wisdom of the consciousness called the Stream. The Stream of David show is fun and informative and seeks to not only answer all your spiritual and life questions, but to also provide proven tools to navigate life's obstacles and find a path to joy, clarity, and abundance by hearing the Stream's no-nonsense, direct approach to spirituality. Prepare to have your mind blown and receive clarity on your life and the universe like you perhaps never have before. And now, your host... David Strickle. Hello, welcome to the Stream of David Show. I am here with a very good friend of mine, R. Raminya Ingram. Hi, Raminya. Peace and blessings. How are you? Peace and blessings to you. I am fantastic. And just to give you a little uh, information, Raminya is a spiritual information specialist. Uh, she has some published books that she can tell you a little bit about. And she is also a graduate of Taya Boot Camp. But Today, we're going to tackle uh, a very timely topic of, of racism, and of course, in our own unique way. And I'm really going to start out in this first segment, really letting Raminya take over and sort of share her thoughts with the audience. And then we're going to come back in the second segment, and Raminya is going to talk to the stream. So Raminya, why don't you just uh, kind of dive right in uh, with, with your thoughts on what's going on. And I know you've got some things that you want to share that you prepared, and I'm just going to turn it over to you. Thank you so much. I have been watching, listening, and reflecting on what is happening in society. I am getting quite a few conversations, right, with individuals who are non-melanated. They are on the light-skinned perspective of the you scale, right? And, white, um, white people like me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So one of my one of my revolution is not televised is that I'm taking the crayon colors out of the equation. So one of the things that I'm doing is I'm I'm just saying it's humankind, right? The you of a man or the you of a woman is something that should not be a conversational piece um and w until we can get to the point of looking at individuals as the same species as the same um just source energy infinite intelligence just the reflection of that energy right we become unified within ourselves then you know that's that's the only way that we'll really be able to sit down, come to the table, and have some real truth dialogue. You know, um, I was. What's something that's interesting is that I came across a a woman who was talking about ignoring what was happening, right? And there was a whole conversation around it on social media about how she was in a dilemma about ignoring it and remaining neutral and I was responding to her and I was like oh let me put this in a a word document so that I won't accidentally press send and it ended up being a page and a half long and it was like oh I must have a lot to say on <laughs> this particular topic 
um, and I read it to you. Yeah, I read it to you, and you were like, "You, I should say it on the show." So, I'm here to just respond to that post and to just share my opinions as someone of a darker you than the individuals who participated in the conversation. You know, it's funny. I just saw that on um, my friend Dan, who has been on this this show a few times, I think, at this point. He had somebody that posted because uh, he was speaking of race, and in, in, uh, he is a, a more melanated gentleman, as you would say, <laughs> adopting your language here. And she said that she doesn't participate in in racism; it's just not a factor in her world. And of course, you can just in in th- this was a spiritually focused. Um, page and you can just imagine the the variety of comments that came back after that and i think that's exactly what you're speaking of if i'm understanding you correctly yes it is like choosing to ignore choosing to not participate that is privilege because not everybody is afforded that opportunity to have a choice to participate or not to participate that's privilege <laughs> right and right. that's what we're that's what people are waking up to is that how and see that's where you know other people in her circle right especially the spiritual community that's when they have to say the ones that are of the same you as she is they're the ones say oh that's right privilege you know what i'm saying I understand. I understand because for some people you can't ignore it because it's happening around you and, and somewhat to you, or at least to people that you care about. And it, it's 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 kind of in that that spiritual bypassing realm of I'm a spiritually focused person, and I'm just not going to get into this because I'm spiritually focused. But what I found in life, personally or for humanity, when we ignore things that are transgressors, they keep coming back around and bubbling up in in bigger and bigger ways so that they have to be addressed at some point, and they will impact everyone at some point if we don't address it in a positive way, in a constructive way. And is there, well, this is is constructive (laughs) because now it puts that conversation at the forefront. And so it's not going to be a happy-go-lucky conversation but as long as we keep it as the first agenda item the second agenda item and the last agenda item then we will make progress because we're constantly talking about it but now um lighter-skinned humans are now talking about it themselves and they are identifying within their own person where quote unquote white privilege is in their life and how active it is in their life. So one of the definitions that, you know, I looked at ignoring, you know, choosing to ignore. Um, and I wrote to ignore is to refuse is to refuse to take notice of or acknowledge, disregard intentionally. This is an, this is an action verb. To ignore is doing something. One has to not do anything but be in one's own head. To ignore is failing to consider the ramifications of this significant event in history. 
as if it's business as usual. So ignoring is choosing to do something. It's choosing to ignore. And that is the issue. If you were not going to do anything, you would be neutral. But ignoring it is not neutral. It's taking a stand. And to be neutral is to take a stand. So um, it's almost like you cannot ignore or be neutral. You are either supportive, you're supportive, you're indifferent, or you're fearful, and, and there's there's you know some gray between all of that. And then, of course, the hate is, is falls into the category of fearful, but sometimes it's not full on hate, but there's still fearfulness there that is a negative vibration. And and what you're saying is that the indifference really bleeds over into that because you're feeling some fear about getting involved and getting your hands in it. And that's what my show was about last week is you know being a spiritual teacher and still coming down into 3D and, and talking politics every once in a while, because these things do impact the masses. And if you're a spiritual person and you love humanity and you care for humanity, it's okay to be human and, and get involved, but from a higher perspective where there are solutions rather than just step one anger without a solution that follows it, from my understanding. Right, so you know what, why don't we as, a group of spiritually minded individuals because there are people waking up. Why don't we be a solution is being about the politics of spirituality. What is it that you have to do in your own body to create well-being and unity within your own body and that spills over into all of your relations, the ones that you know and the ones that you don't know. You know, that would be a a choice. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and I like the term that I wrote that down, the politics of spirituality, because the producer and I were just talking about that before we came on and what a big tent it is and, and how everyone's on their own path and their own journey. But ultimately, what we've done with the Taya practices is we want to strip it all down to, to universal law and being eternal beings, having a human experience. But a big part of that is contrast, positive and negative, and we're not going to outrun negative as long as we're physical. So why not dive into it and address it and, and detune it through appreciation and through a process and have that ultimately serve our expansion and the collective expansion, expansion of humanity? And that doesn't mean ignoring it and saying, that, oh, well, that doesn't exist in my reality because it exists in everyone's reality. We're just choosing to ignore it, which is not detuning it. Right. And that ignoring is doing something. It, it's, it's unavoidable because we are living in the society. And as you know, you and I talked off um, when we weren't on the air about this is a system we are all born into. It's not, so you cannot not be this way. But like you and I, we had to go through a process to you know eradicate and evolve beyond the systems and the confines of the system you know through our spiritual growth and development right but we cannot once we say you know this doesn't affect me that's also privilege right and choosing to ignore something because it doesn't affect you everything is our choice we get to choose whatever we want certainly but if we're wanting to elevate, and the term that, that uh, the producer and I were talking about before the show is this term awakening, 
it means so many different things to so many different people. And, and, and where are you if you're really uh, awoken? If you believe that you're totally awoken and you're not in contrast anymore and you're not living in 3D, well, you've either crossed over to the other side <laughs> or your ego is really kicked in right. there and you're putting yourself up on this pedestal where you probably aren't really existing because none of us are really up there. Not at all. Not at all. You want to do one of the things that I would like to do is share the my response and get your feedback and when we come back from break to really um those are some is some questions around what I responded to that I would like to get the stream's guidance on, you know? So if you don't mind if I could read what I wrote and then, you know, your listeners can chime in and be like, is she on point or is she just off the cuff? Sure. Yeah, we've got about uh, four or five minutes before we have to go to break. So why don't you go ahead and, um, and read that? All right. Peace and blessings. Well-being is about being in a state of comfort, to be healthy and happy, to be whole in body, mind and spirit. The stream flows through all simultaneously. The state of indifference is in and of itself disunity with the stream of all that is. One does not have to fight and be in an angry vibe to be unified. Fighting is still disunity. Unity is being able to be whole. Humankind at this time is not unified, leaning toward love. Therefore, we must take a stand for unity through love. Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. But for what? Love has to be an intense feeling of deep affection for unity. Love must drive action. Being neutral is not loving. Being neutral is not caring one way or the other. It is devoid of power. Love is being for unity. Love is writing a letter to Congress and having your friends write letters to Congress and having their friends write letters to Congress in order to change the law that helped Zimmerman go free after killing Trayvon Martin. Love is starting a phone tree where everyone floods their congressman's phone, office phone at the same time with calls and messages petitioning to change the laws that seem to give permission for men with guns to come out of their houses just to gun down Ahmaud Arbery, an unarmed man jogging down the street. Love is verbally telling all the Amy Coopers of the world that it is wrong to lie on another person, saying they are threatening her life when they are clearly not. Many people's friends are capable and some have lied on someone, endangering that person's life because it was con convenient, Emmett Till. Love is leaving a gathering and unfriending people who are down their spiral, spreading propaganda based on the shade of skin of a human and what the shade of skin that a human is wearing. Love is using the power of one's skin tone to voice love in the form of standing up to friends that promote hate, even subtle hate. Apathy is subtle hate because apathy is not unifying. Love is saying to those who are privileged, even though you can, doesn't mean you should harm another human being. Even though you can ignore, doesn't mean you should ignore. Love is knowing that a man being murdered on tape is not something to be ignored or neutral about. Love is showing up in your social media feed, blocking murder speech, hate dialogue that looks to harm another soul and body human. Love is standing up to those that have a blatant and total disregard for the value of human life. 
love conquers but every you has the right to be in this dimension on the planet every you is flowing with the stream every you of woman and man is equal lungs arms legs ears eyes mouth digestive system it needs to be man for man woman for woman that's what can be done Ashay. <laughs> very powerful very very powerful indeed and you know it's interesting that you talked about unity and disunity because we saw a mix of that during the week with peaceful protests with rioting with looting and i'm not judging any of it it's all a, a a combustion of energy that's out there and all sorts of different agendas behind all of that and meanings but what i saw and i, I don't go you know really diving deep into news media and stuff like that but what i saw on social media this weekend was a, was a lot more unity a lot of people you know the anger sort of erupted right. and then that organized into something much more meaningful and constructive and positive and loving and it was just great to see so many people out having their voices heard right all right so we're going to go to break and when we get back Romania is going to talk to the stream we'll be right back and much of the world is living in fear. But I see Taya practitioners thriving in this new reality. I see Taya overflowing in every aspect of my life. It's just truly magnificent. There were times that I was not self-assured and didn't have the self-confidence, but now I'm fearless. I really love myself and I know how to live in joy and let go of all these things that held me back from living this beautiful life I've always dreamed of. And it's amazing how rapidly those things start showing up once you practice Taya. It changes everything about you and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I deserve the best in life. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA to learn more about the Taya Mindset Practice and Taya Bootcamp. My question is, where does Taya go from here? We've gone through this stay at home, this quarantine, been there for months, and now we have a global shifting of perspective. And so where does Taya go from here? Taya is a practice that we crafted for all of humanity. But as we have said many times, all of humanity is not ready for this type of thought. So we have created this for all who are ready, for all who are ready to, to strip away the human constructs of even science, religion, and, and, and even what you call spirituality, if you will, and, and, and really focus on universal law and really focus on your, what you may call your higher selves, source, God, and strip away the human created thinking, the, the, the fear-based thoughts, and focus on first 
creating a life of abundance, meaning joy and clarity first. When we speak of abundance, we are not necessarily speaking of, of money and material things. There is no judgment against those things. But it's important that you understand that abundance first means self-love, self-empowerment. Because when you have those things present in your vibration, everything else is secondary to that. So this is where we are guiding all of you. As you are moving through this period, we began referring to this as global reset. And we understand that the term awakening means many different things to, to many different people. But what this really is, is a global awakening. And the awakening that is occurring is, is the process of humanity questioning things like never before, coming together and, and questioning religion, coming together and questioning government. And what you're seeing right now, everything that you are seeing, and, and to use the more extreme versions, is this combustion that you are calling the pandemic, and this, this combustion that is erupted regarding race on your planet, and, and, and the general unrest that is very present in certain places, but is being felt globally. So what is next for Taya is more and more people becoming frustrated with the human construct that, that is, with the, the, the rules, the judgment, the fear-based thinking, and wanting something different, something more. And we began sharing this message a, a very long time ago through David in, in, in a much smaller way. And that message has evolved to, to meet the demand of the time. So we are here sharing our guidance for all who are ready. We are asking all of you to share this message with all who you interact with that you believe are ready. Not as ministers, not, not in a, a, a preaching sort of sense, but in a, what you are doing in your life that is bringing you clarity, that is delivering joy. That is where we are guiding all of you because the, the, the universal laws are really very simple. And if you follow universal law, your life will be one of freedom and joy. And when you focus on your own freedom and joy, you begin contributing to the collective consciousness in that way. But understand, freedom and joy is not about simply sitting back and meditating your, your days away or, or even ignoring what's going on around you. Freedom and joy are about understanding the mix of positive and negative that exists in your physical environment. Understanding that you all have transgressors and not one of you are racing toward perfection. And the very best that you can do for yourselves and for the collective is to detune what we refer to as transgressors, the unwanted people, circumstances, and events in your lives, and the unwanted people, circumstances, and events in your world. And, and when we were saying detune people, we, we, we are saying find common ground, find appreciation for find upliftment in and understand that part of this is not needing to be right. And part of this is, is finding appreciation sometimes from a distance, not meaning that you need to necessarily be friends with every person with every belief, but seeking to understand and understand that everything that you consider negative is coming from a place of fear. And when you seek to understand and, and, and see that it's coming from a place of fear, 
you can actually detune and turn to a point of empathy. And that point of empathy is a feeling of, of sending love to someone that perhaps you vehemently disagree with. And this can indeed be from a distance. But when you do that, you are depowering that individual on that topic, especially. Sending negative energy toward another is only empowering them and attracting more of that negative energy to yourselves. So you have been taught to, to be fearful of, you have been taught to, to be judgmental in such a way that, that, that you need others to agree with your position on things. And, and this is you across all humanity. But that has created the contrast. That has created the division. And while you, your environment is one of contrast and, and you will always have both things that are positive and things that are negative going on around you, things can be evolved past. Things can be detuned. You can have a more peaceful world than you have right now. You can have a cleaner environment than you have right now. You can have less racial unrest than you have right now. You can have improvement and that improvement is your expansion as humanity and contributing to that improvement in a positive way from a higher vibrational stance, from what we call zooming out, that contributes to your personal expansion. So we guide you to that. Okay, that is, that's powerful. It's like, so with that being said, and that was a lot, you talked about feeling negative is a fear. So what can you say to those that choose neutrality? Is neutrality negative? Is it really a fear when they say, I don't choose to, I'm not for racism, I'm not against racism, I'm not for what they're doing, I'm not against what they're doing. So my question is, is their choosing to be quote unquote neutral actually a fear? When we hear talk of neutrality, we, we will refer back to the virtual vibrational spiral. We have a, a small sliver of space that, that, that we speak of called neutrality, which is really referring to those moments where you are holding no thought and, and, and no reaction to anything. And notice that the, those moments in a polarized environment are very, very temporary. You cannot hold yourself in a space of no thought for very long. That, that is the purpose of uh, the, the, the goal of meditation, if you will, to get into this, this space of neutrality where you can actually relieve yourselves from being down in, in negative emotional territory and rejoin with your higher self, our energy, and, and move up your spiral from there. That's why we promote meditation. And that's why meditation has been promoted on your planet for a very, very long time. You used to be in a more meditative way all the time, and, and, and then your world sped up and got busier, and, and suddenly your, your, your minds evolved with that and, and became very overstimulated. And, and, and quieting your mind turned into a practice rather than a natural state of being. And, and we are guiding you all back to doing that some of the time. But it's a practice, and, and, and it's, it's something that you're not going to be able to do for very long, nor are you supposed to do that for very long. So when you take that topic and, 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 and layer it over into your opinion of a subject, being neutral on any topic, you are not really able to be neutral for very long. Because inevitably, you're going to go up into higher vibration and have an opinion on a topic, or you're going to go down into lower vibration and have perhaps a different opinion on that topic. 
you're going to be involved in it. You are a collective consciousness on your planet. Therefore, you are all participating in all things at all times. Even if you believe that you're not, you are part of it. And if you are choosing to ignore something, that is something that is likely going to bubble up in your existence and present itself for you to, to be involved in in one way or another sooner or later. And, and you see examples of that all around you. You have one that, that discovers spiritual teachings and simply wants to disconnect, yet illness will come back around. Perhaps poverty will come back around. Strained relations will come back around. This is because you're all vibrational beings, and, and you are all going up and down this virtual vibrational spiral. And when you're down, you, you are thinking and behaving and creating differently than you are when you're up. You can't just stay in one space, so therefore you cannot stay neutral on any topic. You, you are going to be presented with this, and you're going to be part of it one way or the other. And specifically to what you were speaking to David about before we came in, we are always present. We, we, we are aware of these things. The, the, the wanting to stay neutral because you are wanting to, to milk the, the, the up the spiral higher vibration we understand the, 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 the idea behind it, wanting to elevate your vibration, that that is what Taya is all about. But Taya is not about elevating your vibration in a false way. Notice one of the, the key components to the Taya practice is, is detuning transgressors, and you're not detuning them by forgetting about them. You're not detuning them by simply forgiving them and deciding to move on from it. You're detuning them by finding out how that negative contrast, that transgressor, actually serves your expansion. And the events that you are speaking of right now actually serve the expansion of humanity. And they can be detuned as soon as the collective decides to do it. But detuning is not just about pushing against and not just about anger. It is about what happens after the anger abates, after that, that combustible situation has died down a bit and, and polarity has pulled the collective vibration up, what's next from there? That's the question. That's the question. And, and that question is for you to answer collectively as humanity. It's, it's important that you all understand when you hear these words, we are not here to deliver answers. We are here to deliver guidance. The answers are why you are here as physical beings at this time. You are here to go down your spiral, create negative circumstances, and then go up your spiral and create solutions to those things that you consider negative and expand in the process as beings. We are not here to tell you exactly how to go about doing that. That, that, is, that is part of the physical journey, in this, in this case, a human journey on planet Earth. We are here to tell you how to do it. It is up to you how you get there. Got it. So one last question before we go to break. Can self-love exist in a person who chooses to sit by and watch? Give us the question once again. Can self-love exist in a person who chooses to sit by and watch the combustible combustion happen like with everything going on right now can a person who chooses to quote unquote they're of course now that you said this pretending to be in neutrality because you can't be in neutrality for very long you're going to have an opinion 
for or against at some point in time, maybe five minutes after you say you're neutral, you're going to have an opinion. Now, these people who choose to use neutrality as a way of not, you know, um, verbally saying whether they're for or against, can self-love exist in that person? It can exist, but understand that it's, it's vibrational and that that the, the, the flickers of self-love exist in all of humanity at certain times, and, and certainly some more than others. But in the times that, that one is needing to disconnect from something to stay up in their high vibrational space, we will guide them to question how high vibrational are they if they're needing to disconnect from humanity in order to keep themselves there. And, and that is a question for them to explore on their own and understand that you do see things very differently when you're, you're up in high vibration than you do when you're down in lower vibration. So when you're up in high vibration, you do not need to shun anything. You can experience all of it. And you may not react the way that, that the, the, the general population expects you to react, but you will have a reaction. That there is no being neutral or ignoring in high vibration because you do not need to. You're in high vibration. And, and the negative aspects, uh, if you are in high vibration, you can encounter from a distance the, the negative aspects of a transgressor, and they may not seem negative to you in that moment, but you can certainly send love and, 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 and compassion to what you're seeing, and you will if you're in high vibration. And that may or may not in the moment drive you to take action. But if you are not taking action because of fear, even if that fear is just lowering your vibration, if you are fearful of lowering your vibration, you've already lowered your vibration. So we are not guiding any of you away from action and we are not guiding any of you to attempt to bypass everything and be up at the top of your spiral at all times. Because polarity is going to ensure that you're not you're going to go down sometimes, and it's okay to go down and, and into negative vibration. Where we guide you with that is, is to not let your thoughts run away in a negative space, to, to, to not release your sense of self-love and start beating yourselves up, or, or not to go down into, into lower vibration and, and need to start beating others up emotionally and mentally, if you will, blaming them for things that are going on in your life or your world. Those things will hold you down and take you down into further negative vibration. You can be a high vibrational, spiritually connected being and go down into negative vibration and, and use that as, as a point of appreciation for the creative tool that it actually is. That is so, so powerful. Thank you. Thank you, Stream, for answering these questions. I've had a few aha moments. Very profound. And... This is something to really meditate and integrate into our being as we go on break. Thank you, thank you, thank you. David's 
Strickle, channel, author, and creator of the Taya Mindset Practice. Taya is a set of mindset tools that I co-created with the eternal wisdom of the stream. Join us in the Taya community where we learn to release fear and truly trust the universe to deliver everything that we want and need. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Boot Camp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. I've maintained my practice pretty regularly since graduating. I meditate every day, I trust the universe to deliver what I want, I set intentions for my day, and I monitor my vibe up and down my virtual spiral. Doing these things consistently and regularly has made me a better father to my kids, a better lover to my partner, and a better boss to my team. This work is transformational and it will completely change your life. I can't recommend it enough. Learn the mindset practice that is changing lives all over the world. Visit thestreamofdavid.com slash TYA to learn more and book your free discovery meeting today. And we are back with Raminya and I am back from channeling. <laughs> it's always oh interesting gosh. to do it in I, that time frame. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How was it? it? Oh my gosh. That's all I can the listeners probably heard of that. Maybe I just didn't. Okay. Okay. So some of my takeaways, you know, that from the stream was one that abundance means creating joy and clarity and that we as a collective are questioning. But um, another thing that really stood out is that the stream was talking about how we as a collective are being, are frustrated with the human construct and we have, you know, we, we are going into creating like joy and clarity, but we have to like ask ourselves, like what is bringing you clarity? And so we have to focus on freedom and joy, which helps us to contribute to the collective, but focusing on freedom and joy means to seek understanding. And one of the most profound things that this stream said was, Feeling negative is a fear, you know, and that was like profound. That was my question to like, where does Taya go from here? So that was kind of the stream's response to that. So then the stream, I asked the stream, what can you say to those that choose neutrality, right? So the stream like really blew it out of the water. The stream was like, look, <laughs> neutrality is a space of no thought. So nobody can stay in a space of no thought for very long. That's what meditation is. You know, meditation um, was was a way of life, but our minds are overstimulated and it's become a practice, you know? Um, but we can't hold ourselves in that space but for a short period of time. So we're gonna come out that space and we're going to make a decision. We're gonna decide on something. So that was like one of those like, moments <laughs> like okay yeah it makes sense that we can't um you can't just stay out of every topic always you get drawn into things sooner or later and they keep coming back around until the collective deals with it or until we deal with it in our lives so that's that's a cornerstone of the of the tie of practice for sure and their teachings which i think a lot of the frustration with some spiritual practices, and I'm trying not to be judgmental about anybody else's practice, certainly, but is is just the idea of just get happy, just get happy, just get happy, just focus on what you want, and everything will be yours. And then I, I have yet to meet anyone who's actually experiencing that. That they're they have negative things that still bubble up in their lives, 
and how do we deal with that stuff and how do we deal with the, the triggers from the past and you know all of this stuff it's 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 things that are things that we have to detune by dealing with them and confronting them and when you're up the spiral that's really the time to do that because you have such a high perspective that zoomed out perspective that the stream speaks of you have that high perspective to go in and, and deal with things in a very positive constructive way you know the stream did mention that we are collective consciousness participating at all times so there's no way to be you know neutral or say you're not going to participate you always are participating because we're all a collective consciousness so when you know one of the things i was thinking of i was like okay like the stream is a collective consciousness when we get on this planet we're a collective consciousness so we're always interacting whether we want to or not, you know, we cannot not, in, you know, participate. So that was, because, you know, the stream was like, we're vibrational beings. And so that was something that, no matter how many times you hear it, it brings you more clarity. You, you know, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think the stream's teachings just sort of unfold over time for people and they, it's, it's something that you hear, you know, over and over again, and then it starts to get more clear and make more sense the more you listen to it and, and the way they explain it differently. You know, they, they answer the same questions over and over and over again, but there's value in hearing it over and over again because it starts to really come into focus when they kind of go at it a different, you know, from different directions. And in, in the case of, you know, race, it's, it's something that we're all part of. We're all a race. <laughs> you know, we're all categorized as physical beings. Non-physical, we're not. Non-physical, we're eternal beings, and we've all been many, many, many things, of course. But here, in this human experience, we are categorized, and that's how the planet operates at this time. And the more we can sort of move beyond that, the better off we are. But we can't move beyond it by ignoring the divisions that we have present on the planet at this time. You know, What's interesting is how you say the stream says it over and over again. And I'm like, okay, they say it over and over again, but it depends on the the person who's asking because they're saying it so that the person can understand. So I hear it and I hear it and I hear it. So I hear the same answer from the stream over and over again. But now that I've asked a specific question and the stream is answering that specific question with the same answer, but tweaked ever, ever so slightly in order to, in, you know, infuse the answer, infuse the question into the answer is where it clicks and people then understand it. Like, that's what, okay, I get it now versus I didn't, I wasn't really getting it before I get now. So I, I like the, that stood out for me when you said the stream, ask it over and over again. Because now you now I understand it, you know. Um, the third question was, can self-love exist in a person who chooses to just sit by and watch? You know, they they're neither for nor against. They say I'm just gonna sit back and live, you know, on my spiral. And <laughs> the stream was like, well, how vibe are you really? How high vibe are you really? Because if you're disconnecting with humanity just to say up your vibration, um, that means you already came down your vibration. Because if you're fearful of lowering your vibration, it means you're already down your spiral. 
Oh, I like that. <laughs> I don't think I they've like, ever said oh, that before. Snap. Yeah, I don't think they've ever said that that way before. I don't remember that, uh, any of that really. So I, I um, they've never said that that way before that I am aware of, but it makes sense that if you have to sort of falsely inflate your vibration, then are you really up to spiral to begin with? And how high are you if you have to do that? And if you can't, uh, it's, it's sort of like people that go through a spiritual process. And I totally understand, you know, discernment. We can discern our preference toward or away anything from anything that we want. And what I found with my discernment is I've moved through my spiritual journey, which, you know, of course is not over. Um, there was a time where I couldn't look at the news. And I, you know, gave it took all the power away from politics in my life. I couldn't look at the news. I disconnected from all of it. And for a time, that served my expansion because I wasn't always going down the spiral over these old things that used to take me down. But then as I moved through it and moved to that higher, quote unquote, zoomed out perspective, I realized that I don't have to 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 you know, be in the middle of that stuff all the time, but I can read the news now. I can know what's going on. I can see what's happening in politics and not go racing down my spiral and have a higher perspective of it. And what we talked about last week on the show was I got a little involved and went a little DTS. You know, I watched, um, I'm in the United States and I watched the president of the United States speak and his speech took me down the spiral. Not for very long, but for a little bit. And that, that trip down the spiral actually delivered some contrast in my life that ultimately delivered clarity for me, which ultimately was a really good thing. And it happened in a very quick cycle. And when you really work your way up into higher vibration more often, these down the spiral um, transgressor events happen very quickly and you solve them very quickly and you understand the growth that they offer very quickly. I love living like this, but it's not about not participating. It's not about staying out of it. It's not about never being able to, to be in a disagreement with someone. And I realize that once you sort of get to this place in your journey, there's a lot of people out there that can't handle you. And that was the experience, you know, of that, that I had last week where I had people block me on Facebook because I suggested being open-minded and maintaining a friendship with someone that disagreed with you. And, and these were good friends, I thought. <laughs> My clarity became very quickly, obviously they're not that good of friends if they can't, we can't even have one disagreement and they're blocking me on Facebook. It was, it was a crazy uh, interaction, but it's not about going over to their side. It's not about sides at all. It's, it's about seeing the differences and, and absorbing or experiencing an opinion that's very different from yours and being able to to still maintain a dialogue with that person. Because if we just divide ourselves and divide ourselves and divide ourselves and cut our, ourselves off from the other, we're not gonna get anywhere. You know, that's extremism. And that extremism in either direction is intolerant. And, and finding some common ground and finding more common ground and finding more common ground. You know, I, I think that the, the, as far as gay people go, you know, more people are tolerant now of gay people and accepting of gay people because they are seeing gay people more and more and more. And the same thing goes with, with integration of races. You know, we, we are integrating like never before. And the positive of all that is more people are coming to understand other cultures and other races and coexist in peace, but there's always going to be contrast. So there's always going to be some that want to push against that always out of fear. And, 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 and we see the preference. repercussions of that. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you said preference. It's a preference and discernment. It's, the, it's your choice. And as long as we, we 
a person who's pretending, you know, to be, you know, like, I'm going to be over here, I'm going to be over there, I'm still, I'm still a little bit like, mm, I don't even, that whole blocking is like, okay, well, they, that's what they chose, but they have a right to do that. They were not wrong for doing that. And they weren't right for doing that. It's just yeah, I'm not upset. I have clarity from it. To me, it's clarifying for me. Yeah, but they they might be upset because yeah, well, they probably are. They blocked me. That's kind of an aggressive thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that is kind of aggressive thing. But well, you know, they were going to block me for something sooner or later, right? (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) right, and you know what I think it is for me. It's like. I, you can have your preference. You can think the way you want to think. If you want to be a KKK member, um, be a KKK member. If that's how you want to live your life, that's fine. That doesn't have anything to do with me until you infringe on my liberties and, and my right to be on this planet. Now, when you infringe on my liberty, now there's an issue. So yeah. that that's where I'm at with it. Be what you want to be. But don't superimpose what you want to be on me. Right. Well, and that's the problem with movements like that, though, is that they they are limiting movements uh, and rooted in this this false sense of superiority that's rooted in fear of losing something they never had in the first place. So, Romina, we have to wrap up. So go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Well, you can find me on social media under Romania, you know, hashtag Romania Ingram. You can also find me on my website at www.RomaniaIngram.com. That's R-A-M-I-N-Y-A-H-I-N-G-R-A-M.com. And do you have anything new on Amazon? You have your, uh, your journal on Amazon as well, right? Oh, yes. I On Amazon, you can get my spiritual illumination manifestation manual on Amazon. Also, I have Mama's Manual. And, um, and you'll be getting my new book soon in about 30 days. Perfect. Thank you so much, Raminia. I appreciate you being here as always. Namaste. Namaste, everyone. Thank you.